The world has changed, people, but some things still remain the same, like Brad's love of being in control. So we need to continue last week's show this week. Just kidding. We had some good conversation last week, so much so that we had to carry it over to this week. It's just a testament to Brad's ability to structure a show and drag things on longer than they're supposed to. So, Maestro, let's get this show on the road and hit that music. I sat in the front bench seat of the car too many times when they hit the brakes too hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They said you, 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 my personality was, and wait for it, a little too negative. <laughs> So to actually, somebody gave it some forethought and said, or oh, foreskin, whatever. But and to, <laughs> and said, <laughs> All right, welcome back to Needless to Say. I'm here with Dave and Craig, two guys with assholes that will be slowly reopening this weekend, <laughs> albeit with limited capacity and proper distancing. <laughs> Boy, I'm 0 for 2 the last couple of weeks. Huh? <laughs> no, yeah. no. I was I was trying to find a smart, quippy comeback for that, and I got nothing. Oh, I was just trying to find something funny in it. No. <laughs> just even with those glasses, you probably couldn't find. Yeah, it. nope. <laughs> I mean, with his glasses, I can actually read the text on his computer that I can't see bouncing off of them. <laughs> <laughs> you ever oh, wonder shit. if like if if it's your neck thing that's changing weather patterns in New England? We're getting fucking snow this weekend for Christ's sake. It's May. Yep. I just turned quick. <laughs> he slept on his left side last night. <laughs> oh shit. Uh how are we doing, boys? A little sluggish tonight. I'm a little tired. How are you doing? Uh, oh yeah, well we should all be tired from carrying Kaz's uh, Facebook Live a little while ago, but hey, <laughs> I'm glad you said it because then I'm off the hook. But we were all thinking it. <laughs> uh, no, that was a fun little thing to do. That, that was, was pretty cool. That was fun. I liked it. I liked the questions and stuff. It was cool. Yeah, I wasn't able to join last week because I had three kids running around. So I just, uh, well, I'll be honest, I didn't care. Um. I like Kaz and Kara better than my kids sometimes, but I just couldn't do it. This week was it was cool though. Yeah, it's, it was. Yeah, I was going to skip tonight. I was going to skip tonight because I have um, so many other things to do. But <laughs> I, 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 no, I, honestly, they they hyped it up and they kept tagging us in their Facebook post. They do this little Friday night thing. Um, Kaz is the bass player from Cycle. And he and his wife have gotten, on Friday nights, they've gotten together and they host a Facebook Live and they just kind of jerk around and play a little music and do some games. And it's a good way to hang out without really hanging out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yesterday, he just starts tagging us in things the, as the podcast, not as right. individuals. And I got nervous. I'm like, what are they planning? What are they yeah. planning? <laughs> and Craig, what did he reveal? He opened the show. Every week he's done something different. Like they've done actually him and his wife um sang one they did the uh opening to All in the Family, which is uh, Archie and oh, Bunker. No kidding. Yeah. 
And they they've been doing. Did they get in the character? Like, did he just slap her when they were done? And like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Started mocking his black neighbors and. (laughs) 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 No, and so they've been doing fun stuff like that every week. And so this week, they he actually started the show with an actual opening crawl from Star Wars. And it was awesome. It was really, really. It was the cool. right text. It was the right format. It was everything. It was everything. It was the mu- and he. I mean, and he, he, like he said, even you know, obviously not a ton of money, but he paid, so he had the rights to do it, so it didn't get shut down or anything like that. Right. It was actually, and it was really, really cool. He's supposed to send. Well, the how copy did he end it though? What's right. that? And he ta- he oh. tagged us. Craig's like, oh, he tagged it because he knows I love Star Wars. No, you self-righteous bastard. No. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he. It's he, so and, nice to not be on the end of that, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> usually it's it me. It is like, look at Craig. He's wearing his Star Wars T-shirt and all the like. Stop it. <laughs> There's a ton of Star Wars shit behind me. <laughs> I know, but no, he ended it with our catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't pay for that, so he's fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed making that new album, guys, because we're going to enjoy the royalties from it. Yeah. <laughs> Kaz, all I'm going to say is, wait do you see the songs me and your wife sing when you're in prison? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and wait, if you listen carefully, you can hear if four very good friendships ending. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was just it was it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. It was it was just yeah. cool. I liked it a lot. You know what? Yeah, what's funny is like I haven't I haven't really hung out with those guys except for the uh, two times. The one time we were at the brewery for Brad's birthday, and then when we saw them uh, play in Fall River yeah. not that long ago. And uh, recently, my wife was like, "Hey, we need to have another party this year." I'm like, "Yeah, I'd, I'd love to, but we just can't do it right now." So we're thinking a fall party, and she's like, "Yeah, we've got so many new friends. Like, you know, we've got the guys from Cycle." And she's talking. I'm like, "Yeah, you just want to <laughs> hang out with Kara?" She goes. Yeah, I just want to hang out with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know you. I was like, you two are the same person, just a few years apart. Yep. They're, they're great people. Kaz, yeah. Kaz and Kara are great. I mean, all the guys from Cycle, they're all great people. Yeah. yeah a lot of fun. But Joe's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never change. Anyway, all right, let's get into it. Uh, Craig, how was your week? I've Based on what, the one bullet point, I'm <laughs> guessing it wasn't that <laughs> yeah. bad <laughs> I just wrote I done nothing of value. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, I, I don't remember asking you to sum up your life. We just asked yeah. you how your week was. <laughs> I thought this was a review from your company's website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Jimmy sells all his subcontractors. Yep. <laughs> nah, it's uh it's it's just it was just one of the, it started off like that. I didn't do I wasn't doing anything. I was just like lazy, not yep. motivated for anything. And but then so, uh, it was Thursday. I got a shed. <laughs> I put that nice. together. But Manny came. Manny helped me get it at um, sometimes Manny. We went down to uh, lo- the local Lowe's. We grabbed it and uh, I put it together the other day. But when we got back here, Manny was like did it after work. And he's like, oh. I'll have a beer and I'll take off. It was 1030. We were both hammered in my <laughs> living room. <laughs> you know, like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> because I'm just, I'm, because none ahead. of us, because we haven't seen, like, I was fine with Manny coming to the house because Manny has been strictly quarantining himself. You know what I mean? He's yep. doing everything right. And 
we've we've hung out together before, so I guess he's in my my group that we're supposed to have. You know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it was fine, but we still we were smart about it. We weren't. You know what I mean? Sitting on top of each other or anything like that, you know, which you I wish we were. You weren't canoodling on the love seat like yeah, you usually do we when you had drinks? Yeah, we weren't spooning, watching a movie, you know. Uh, <laughs> you weren't the licking con- the same things, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was say, you'd be the only convex small spoon because of his giant belly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... No, it was just funny, so I did that, and then that was it. The next day, I put the shed together, and that's all I've done. I've done nothing, and mainly because I got the call from my... I was supposed to go back to work on Monday. Right. And right. that's not happening now. Oh. Because my business partner's wife um, has contracted COVID-19. Oh, is it confirmed? Uh, well, she's getting tested, but it's... I mean, it's. she works in a nursing home with every single person on her floor has it it's bound They're, to happen is, and all of the workers in her all of the people that she works with have had it or they've got it so they're yeah. just waiting she she's went to get tested i think today uh this morning so they wait for the confirmation but she had all this the um couldn't smell anything couldn't taste anything that's crazy um and I guess was really, really like tired, zero energy, yep. and stuff like that. And then Adam called me and said, "Woke up this morning and I have an unbelievably sore throat just out of the blue." <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> so odds are pretty high he's got it. Yeah. But even the fact that I wasn't going to go back, we, me and him talked about it because I wasn't going to go back anyway for the fact that he's like, listen, I'm in contact with her. If she's got it, even if I don't have it, we can't be sitting in the van together. Right. <laughs> side by side. And you he can't I mean? be going into anyone else's yeah, house or anything can't... like that. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I was just like, well, we'll wait it out. So we're, plan- we- so we're planning on two weeks. That was I talked to him on, um, I think it was Wednesday. So we're going back the two weeks from that day we're gonna play we're playing it by ear we'll talk about it a few days before that and see how it's going but it's really refreshing to see two owners of a flooring company in rhode island understand that this virus is dangerous because i know that not all of them feel that way no not at all <laughs> <laughs> not at all what you, i'm sorry passive aggressive mean, is usually well that's dave's thing so I'll, I'll let him be passive aggressive for the rest of the episode yeah. but just had to get that little shot in there yeah exactly <laughs> What yep. do you mean? I thought I thought the word professional implies that they know what they're doing and they won't take unnecessary risks. Yeah, <laughs> you would think for the biggest f- fucking flooring company in Rhode Island <laughs> that you would oh. take those precautions, but no, you don't. You, no, you hold cornhole tournaments in your uh, building. <laughs> And, oh <laughs> and stuff like secret ones. Okay, now it's like, just aggressive. Yeah, it's secret not being passive now. Like, yeah, it's, underground yeah. cornhole like underground tournaments. cornhole tournaments and shit. Yeah, it's like blood sport but pathetic. Yeah, <laughs> the, the first rule of corn the the first rule of cornhole uh, club is you don't talk about cornhole club. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so but that was it. The, other than that, I guess. I'm, Sitting on the couch and just waiting. <laughs> but any 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 new awful movies you've watched that we haven't yet heard about? Uh, why did you do this? <laughs> because the fuck is wrong with because you? honestly, like, and, and I've done it before. Like, Craig will watch some awful movie and he'll tell us, and every once in a while, I wander over to Amazon and watch it. Did you I'm watch? Just curious. Did you watch Wolf Cop? 
I haven't. No, 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 no. I <laughs> See, that's the thing is, is the last two weeks I've still like I've been training classes virtually, so I've had zero time. To, yeah. To watch any of those things. Like, if I'm working on projects or things, I'll put a movie on in my office and yeah. like work and, and watch it and kind of it's almost like background. Background but noise. Yeah. If I'm teaching, I can't like I got to have everything quiet. And, and th- so but no, I've, I've got like three weeks ahead of me of project work. So I'm looking to catch up. Yeah. No, I tried right, to get so- I tried to get Brad to watch Wolf Cop, but he wouldn't do it because it has the <laughs> no, best no, no, transformation I, I- scene ever. OK, have at it. <laughs> but this no. is it. No, uh, we'll do the full review when Dave watches it, and I pretend I did. No, I won't. I, I'm not <laughs> going to talk about it. I'm just saying it, it, it just listen, has one I'll, of my favorite transformation scenes. Okay, tell me about it. Can't tease us. Well, all right. So the guy, <laughs> the guy's going to the bathroom. <laughs> is he? Is he still a cop right now? Yeah, he's still he's in his cop uniform, and he's going to the bathroom, and he's taking a piss, and all of a sudden he starts pissing blood. And he looks down and he's all fucked up. And then his dick just, and they show it. His dick just swells up to this giant <laughs> fucking deformed looking potato. And then hair sprouts out of it. And then it goes to his face and he's just like, ah. But it starts off with his dick transforming. It was fantastic. So it starts pissing blood to boot? Yeah, yeah. He starts peeing and he starts peeing blood. Uh, it so was the actually of kidney stones. The, I have right. to say, it was pretty. It was, the the production value of it for the movie that it was was a lot better than I expected. I was I was surprised. I was like, wow, Listen, they I, actually put some effort into this. I have a question, a follow up. Of course, did you, you do. have expectations for what a wolf dick transformation should look like before this, <laughs> this movie? No, I didn't. Yeah, like, what's but, your baseline? <laughs> That's what he, but, what's your basis for comparison here? But but that was the thing is I never thought about their peck is transforming. <laughs> so to actually somebody gave it some forethought and said or oh, foreskin whatever. But, and to, and said, <laughs> but should shouldn't it shouldn't it shrink and turn into a pink pencil? That's what I accurate? that's what I thought too. But I think it was just the initial <laughs> swell before it sucked up inside. <laughs> Like Whenever he smells something good, the, ri- with the eraser end of a number two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the red lipstick comes out, and it's just <laughs> off to the races. Yep. I can't wait to watch this. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. You'll like it. Is, You'll enjoy it. Is there it. anybody of note in the movie? No. Mm. Even better. No, there's no 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 known people in it at all. Like no no that guys no nothing. Well, no, 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 bullshit, guys. bullshit. There's a that guy in there. You're just not educated oh, enough may- to know. Oh, maybe. I'm sure that. I mean, I'm out of all the bad movies I've I've watched. I'm sure if I watched it again, I'd probably pick someone out and say, "Oh, I've seen that guy in fucking this are, movie are you or sure, whatever." Are you sure Danny Trejo's not in it? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he usually he's, is. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like he he seems like he'd be in that movie. Yep. This one just screams for James Hong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I just feel like he'd be the kind of guy with the mystical know-how to take down a wolf cop. Right? You would think. He just needs a green-eyed right, girl. We, I cannot do this with you again. I may hate this segment more than Craig's other movie segment and his word of the week. <laughs> I wasn't going to get into it. You made me say it. Well, because you, you come out and you said it was the best transformation ever, that and then it. you proceeded to tell us why it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> But whatever, maybe I'm just a little whatever tonight. I don't know, Dave. What's going on? <laughs> well, 
Uh, it's kind of an awkward spot, but I don't want to forget to say Happy Mother's Day to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Wolf dick to Mother's Day seems like a good way to (laughs) transition, right? Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Swollen and hairy. Does that happen right before you give birth? (laughs) Isn't that what happens when you become an old mother? You just start sprouting hair everywhere without even knowing it. Craig's like, I'm Portuguese. That's what I knew my whole life. (laughs) Uh, But for me, honestly, this week, as I said, I've I've been training classes, business as usual, and and at home, not a lot going on. We um, we're doing a lot of work to like renovate our patio area and the outside of the house. So we're gonna put in like a new new fence and gate. We've got some new patio furniture. I'm gonna fix the step up to our. So a lot of things like little things happening that we're planning that we haven't had a chance to work on yet, but we're gonna get there. Um, but just this morning at work, I had my annual check-in with my managers. I say managers cause I technically I have two bosses Yep. and that's for another call cause we don't have time to explain that shit. <laughs> but for, for 30 minutes, we talked about what I want to like work on for like building my skills and all that fun stuff, other things I want to get into. Um, and I told him I would love to maybe start getting into like some different audio and video editing at work. <laughs> In the back of mind, I'm like, I'm going to make my personal life better. Yep. <laughs> they're going to pay for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but while talking to them, they were both very complimentary of the work I've done this year and, and how I work with my peers and the team. And I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, wow, I have got them totally fooled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a file I've done. that says Tom Johnson on it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I have a whiteboard next to me of the projects I'm working on. There's only five things, and two of them are checked off. We're halfway through the year, <laughs> so I don't I don't know what they're seeing, but I really like their perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe go. maybe if you didn't mark it the way you did, like you probably put Daily Planner. <laughs> <laughs> So they think you're a real go-getter, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's all about appearances, baby. Oh, my God. But that was it. Like, I had a very bland week otherwise. It's just been the same old bullshit. Like, yeah. I got nothing going on. I've, I've actually got a few quotes to have our oil tank replaced. Um, and that's going to happen in a week or two. And that was that was what was going to be my shed money. Yep. <laughs> which sucks. Like Craig said, he got a new shed. I've been I've been dying to get a new shed just to make some more room in my garage so I can put my yard tools and stuff out there. But we had a leak in the oil tank, so there goes my shed money this year. Yep, that's out. Yep. I was like, fine, I got to heat the fucking house. It's bullshit. It's stupid. Whatever. All yeah, right, and that's overrated. all for us here at Middle-Aged Men Weekly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yep. I'm sorry. I didn't shit myself. I didn't jerk off on some poor animal this week. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know, but if we don't get a boner pill sponsorship after this episode, I don't think we ever will. <laughs> Christ. Right? Brought to you by Cialis. Needless to say, we're hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're Dave, hard do me a favor. Episode, I need you. Yeah, I need you to get off of uh, whatever lawn tools you're jacking off to this week and read my first bullet. Oh, you want to wish, I guess this could go right along with Happy Mother's Day, but uh, a nice happy birthday to our friend Krista Cameron from Empyrean Lights. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Celebrated the birthday this week. And if I'm not mistaken, she 
and Dan have been down in Florida with the third member of the band, her sister uh, Mim, uh, recording and putting some final touches on some new songs. So nice. Um, happy birthday. Cheers. Uh, and look forward to hearing the new music. There was a video of Mim playing and she just absolutely shred. She fucking killed it. Dude. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. She's fucking awesome. It's going to be a good album when this thing finally lands. We knew it already with the first two songs, but it's killer. Yeah. Uh, I know what's coming is going to be killer. And uh, that's why I wanted to wish her a happy birthday. <laughs> Dave, considering that you're probably closer to her than anybody, you should be really ashamed of yourself that you didn't think of this first. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Krista, from your true friends. What? Yep. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Damn it. As you can tell, I'm in a weird mood tonight. Uh, Probably because, unlike Craig, I watched a decent movie, or at least I thought it was going to be. I watched the newest new Rambo. Wait, wait. Did you Final just, Blood. You went into the first, this last Rambo movie thinking that you're watching a good movie? Yeah, you just said a good movie. Rambo well, 5. Better than Wolf Cop. Rambo better than Wolf Cop. Rambo 5. Wolf Rambo. Cop. Shut the fuck up, Craig. <laughs> Wolf Cop. <laughs> You have nothing. You have no grounds They're to speak. Mute to him. The point. They don't, Mute him. They don't fucking <laughs> fool around with names. They get a movie to produce. You know? <laughs> All right, so Wolf Cop. We'll, we'll circle back to Wolf Cop. So tell us about Rambo 5. Typical revenge story. It was a typical Rambo movie. This one took place in America, ironically enough. There were no weird police sergeants trying to get him to move on to another town. He apparently suddenly is a rancher in Arizona. He looks his age because Stallone is, what, 90? Yeah. He's in his but, 70s. But he's still a badass. And Agreed. The, the the movie plays out. I won't get into too many spoilers. I just It's the most violent thing I've ever seen, ever. Really, and I once watched an Italian horror film where they took a pregnant woman, put in a, put her inside of a barrel, put nails in the barrel, and then rolled her down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. This Did was you, more violent uh, than that. Did, no, it was it was abusive. Go ahead, Dave. No, I was going to say you question. made me think of another the most awful movie I've ever seen. I don't know if we want to get into that, but yeah, have you guys ever seen a movie called A Serbian Film? No. no. Oh no, I haven't. I've been. I, it's on my to watch list. Listen, that's one of those things you need to watch early in the morning because you need all day to forget about what the fuck you just saw. <laughs> it, is, it is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life. Didn't the uh, director of that movie actually get arrested for actually killing somebody or something like that? <laughs> Probably. It I was think very so. similar. Research. There, was, there was a movie that came out in, in the late 70s about uh, cannibals in, in the jungle. With that director, it was an Italian director, also got arrested because they thought he actually murdered people and filmed it. Yeah. And it wasn't until the trial when the actors showed up to testify that they realized he didn't kill them. But this is this is different. This movie That's is awesome. just fucked up on different level, and it's it's disturbing. But anyway, it, it wasn't violent like Brad is talking about. I'm, I'm thinking if it's a Rambo movie, it's people getting killed in ridiculous, but gory ways. The way, yeah, but the way they really amplify the gore in this one was over the top, and the, that's a lot considering the last one. Did had you an say over the top describing a Stallone film? <laughs> <laughs> did you do that? I caught it. Oh, he did a little bit. He did a little bit. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. Oh, now you're an asshole. I'm just trying to tell you not <laughs> to watch great. this movie. Can you just let me finish? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid fuck. <laughs> The, the Rambo movie, really, basically, I give it a two out of five. Uh, he took a guy's rib cage, 
split it open like he was eating actual ribs, put his finger in marrow and made a guy talk. What the fuck? Yeah, it was horrendous. Uh, And then I realized the second half of the movie is Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please please enlighten me. (laughs) He lets two horses go from his his ranch where he apparently farms dirt. Like this is all he he farmed. And he, and he has a series of underground tunnels for, I guess, what he was predicting to happen, that a Mexican drug cartel would cross the border after having killed his niece. It's a new form of <laughs> irrigation for his dirt crops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. He just has a network of tunnels. Like, he's just waiting for somebody else to invade his ranch. Right. And then, yay, happy day, it happened. Because <laughs> what the fuck's he doing? When did he have time to learn how to farm? He's been on well, the he run. Did, which is why he's getting you know, dirt. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's been living in Burma oh, for the better part of three video? decades. <laughs> then out of a sudden, he's like, where should I go next? Should I go to Tibet or Malaysia? How about Phoenix? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that's where he ends up. He's just out to, over the border in Arizona, and it's it's preposterous. But you know what? For an hour and a half, I didn't have to think about mutating wolf cock. So <laughs> <laughs> plus one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Only other... Only other news from me this week, I went outside, took the trash out, decided I had to piss and didn't feel like going back inside, so I pissed against my garage like we do on show nights, and then I looked over my shoulder and Emmett was there doing the same thing. Nice. <laughs> see, see a little nice. quality time, a little QT with Emmett. I nice. would like to see his owner come out and pop a squat on my garbage cans too while she's at it. <laughs> Finally, speaking of bad movies, I've been on a Friday the 13th kick, and I realized only one Friday the 13th movie had any campers in it. One. The first one, right? No. no. It was Three. six. Was it six? Six. That Jason was the one which, the when only... he whips the girl in, in the sleeping bag against a tree, right? That was seven. That was seven? Oh, my so God. So that person was, was camping? No, no. Like like kids, like summer camp. Uh, oh, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. No, six was the one where he took the cop and folded him backwards. Oh my god! Oh yeah, <laughs> good that was stuff. a good one. Yeah, but again, no wolf dick. So plus two for Brad. <laughs> what do you say, boys? No wolf dick. Let's try not to overextend ourselves. Last week, uh, a lot of jokes were made at my expense because everybody thought, well, Brad obviously wrote too much. He loves to hear himself talk, and he loves to make it all about him. Yeah. Well, sure enough, <laughs> in true Brad fashion, we had too much. Yep. Too much. So uh, we actually had two segments, one recorded, one not. And uh, you know what? The hell with it. I'm going to let you guys pick up, assuming you heard last week's episode, uh, this First one is about designing our own reality shows, and it went off great. So here it is. I think it's time we rework reality. Okay. And so my next challenge for you wonderful gentlemen, and and two-thirds of us did a good job on this, uh, (laughs) come up with a reality show that has never been seen before. And that's not easy if you think about the grand scope of reality shows over the last 20 years. That's not an easy task. No. But I want you to come up with something that's truly original and reflective of who you are and, and what you're all about. And I want you to include the concept, the kind of people that would be on the show, and ultimately, what's the end game? Like, what's the purpose of this show? The only hook I have is you have to be in it and justify your inclusion on this show. Dave, go. All right. I, I'll be honest. I struggled with this for a while. 
I, like I thought about this because there are I have had thoughts about reality shows I would love to see. But when, when you threw that little caveat in there that we had to be a part of it, that changed my thought process. But you and Ray watch a lot of these, right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say a lot. We watch some that are interesting. Like we, we'll watch things like Ink Master. Um, I watch. Uh, we've talked about one. Oak Island. Yeah, those. those I watch Forged in Fire. Like I, game show. Yeah, they're reality. not like watching Almost, people. Not game shows, but yeah, they're not like watching people re- live <laughs> ridiculous lives that no one. That's not realistic. But yeah. So, uh, like, I had a few thoughts, and I put these in the outline, but. I would love to watch a show about celebrities being immediately and suddenly without notice made poor. <laughs> I would love to watch love like I love the, the entire Kardashian family just thrown out onto a street in their house repossessed with zero notice and then film it for 30 days. <laughs> so that's the premise of right? Shit's Creek. Is it? See, I, I haven't Apply, seen that. Yeah, but that's applied to real life. Like literally, they get everything taken from them, and they taken have to live in a hotel. Yeah. All right, I would love to watch the Kardashians live in a Motel Six. Right. But I, you, I mean, that. there are there yeah. are a, a, an almost endless amount of celebrities I would like to see in that position. Um, but I, there's no way I could really be a part of that. Um, I would love to see a show about people trying to kill other people in various forms. <laughs> right. So 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 let's like, I'll use the three murder. of us as an example. Like, if we were all part of this show, right? I'm tasked with trying to kill Craig. At the same time, Craig is tasked with killing Brad, and Brad is then tasked with killing me. But we don't know yep. any of that information. Do you know what I mean? Circle of death. Right. So if you make it through yeah. like that, I think that'd be. <laughs> Like something like that, even Gladiator games. Like I would pay to, I'd pay to watch that. I would. The Hunger Games. You're basically yeah. watching the Hunger. That's Games. what. It, like that's. The, I would. I couldn't watch yeah. kids. I'll be like when I saw the Hunger Games for the first time. I was like, it actually bothered me because I, I thought to myself, these are children. Like this is bothering me. When I saw it with No Escape and whatever stupid fucking ripoff movie Steve Austin did, I, whatever. Oh, yeah. I didn't care. Running was, Man. Yeah. It was art. No, Steve Austin was art. Okay, well, this podcast is over. <laughs> Good, but Quentin I would will join a better one. <laughs> I would like things like that. I would enjoy. I like. I would love to see a show where people get to win an a, an opportunity to exact any kind of revenge they want on whoever they want. I'm big on revenge. Ma- I think that's why we both like the crow. Yeah, mainly. Well, mainly I because I would like to see my ex suffer a lot. <laughs> And I want to win that show. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't be laughing that hard no, at that. I've never even met the woman. No, you don't need to. Um, I'll fill you in later. Um, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, all right, if, I, if I'm going to be a part of a show and it's going to be compelling, what I what I landed on was taking a generation and putting them in the shoes of their parents' generation. So, for example, nice. I would love to – If I, I thought about this with – in the, the vein of this unlimited funding and I have whatever resources available. Yeah. So I would love to take the, so the millennial generation, this generation now, people in their early twenties and make them live their lives for like a year as their parents did at that age. If I could build yeah. a town as it were in 1985 and make these kids Go into that town with no advance warning, like, hey. No cell phones. You're going to be no- part of a reality show, and that's all they know. And then they wake up, and it's 1985. 
And if they want to watch a movie, wow. they have to go to fucking Blockbuster or whatever it is to rent a movie or reserve it. Yep. Or if they want to talk to their friends, they have to get on the fucking landline and call and talk to their parents or ride their bike to a house and be like, oh, they're not home and ride two miles back to their own house and be like, oh, I got Dude, nothing to do. This is a billion. This is a fucking billion dollar idea. You just came up with probably the greatest fucking reality <laughs> show game show ever and you could do this with any set of gen any generation like how did your parents live that's what you're gonna have to do for a year and figure it yeah and figure it out not just know what you're getting into but when you wake up and like all right i have to figure it out do you remember kid nation that it was a reality it was a reality show that ran for one year on cbs okay and I was a huge fan of it because I thought it was going to be just this shit show where they just it was basically going to be double dare in their in their town. But the premise of the show was they took kids ranging in age from nine to seventeen, okay, and they put them in a town and they had their own bunks and they had their own things. But it was it almost looked like an old west town. Yep. And and you know they had scheduled meals and everything. They didn't really get into that, but everything in the town had to be self governed. Oh. Kids were safe. Nothing oh, was going remember, to happen. I remember that show. I remember. And, I know and, what you're talking about. And what I loved about this show was they portrayed everybody as a character in the beginning. There was the 17 year old who felt like he was going to run everything. Yep. There was the nine year old uh, math whiz who thought he was smarter than everybody. They were giving him the same reality show archetypes. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And what happened was dramatically different. That 17 year old that came across as a cocky prick ended up embracing an eight year a nine year old. And and more or less being his guardian because no he had gotten bullied. Yeah. And you watched him within an episode or two completely lose that, and he became this guy's more or less his protector. Yeah. And then on top of it, you watched them form their own structured government, and you yep. watched them form their own day to day processes, and all of the shit that we yell at kids about: clean up after yourself. Why are you leaving dishes there? Why are you not? They were happen. They were governing themselves because it wasn't happening unless they did it. It was a yeah. fascinating social experiment that, for some reason, got canceled. Yeah, I think with a little more budget and maybe a different environment, it didn't have to be this old west thing. Yeah, but no, if you put yeah. them in a more familiar environment, and but it's also clear the kids were safe. Nothing dangerous was happening. Well, of yeah, course, it was. Yeah, but I think what happened there, it, it seemed like directors. You know how directors always seem to take a prominent role yeah. in reality shows, and you can yeah, tell when somebody's yeah. repeating the same line five times. Yeah. Like, this seems shockingly unscripted. It's like they just set them up and let it happen? Because I think kids are so emotionally raw and honest. Oh, yeah. You don't need to create drama. It's already there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was blown away by the show, and they canned it because they thought it was uh, exploitative of the children. I can I can and see that. I disagree that. No, I disagree. I, I disagree, but I can I can see that perspective. I can see, like, you can't just leave these kids to figure things out. I'm like, But that's what we do I mean, there were day. adults probably 150 yards away. Of course Nobody was far. But, I, like, yeah. I'm thinking, like, adults. Right, like you've got to just figure it out. You know, like my yeah. my wife's no, my wife's boss, great... my wife's boss has a roommate who doesn't know how to live by himself because he never had to learn this stuff. Like this kid, he's like he yeah. talks about. I had to tell my roommate to towel off in the shower because he was getting the bathroom all wet. I'm like, <laughs> how do you not know this? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like that, but that's the thing is, if you took a bunch of people and not and it's not. 
all of them. Obviously. No, no, it, it's a generalization, took, took, but it's a sense. If you took a generalization, if you took, if you took ten fucking people from age twenty to twenty-five, and then took them back to nineteen eighty, take them back twenty-five years, thirty and years, say, here, yeah, and say here, here, it's nineteen eighty. Here you go. There's your video game system. Yeah, <laughs> you wanted yeah. this. Your Atari, right? And that's it. Yeah. You have seven channels to watch on TV, and they stop running programs at 11 o'clock. Yeah. If you want to fucking heat up some Hot Pockets, you're going to set the fucking oven to 350 and wait 20 minutes. <laughs> Go chop you some wood and start a fire. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? And, and just and let them go from the And then, like you said, oh, you got to get to work? Figure it you out. you got to get there. Whether it's ride a bike, take public transit, or something. Yeah. Or nobody's coming to fucking pick you up. And no Uber. Right. No fucking nothing. Like, yeah, you want shoes? We'll go next week to Tom McCann. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. My show, and I've given this a lot of thought because there are two things I love in this world, and that is um, unimportant things and Jeopardy. Oh, I was, I was thinking condescension and yourself, but go ahead. Well, they all go <laughs> hand in hand. <laughs> Dave, you're such a fuckwit. I'm sorry. You, know <laughs> you really are. I'm sorry. I'm very, I'm very like, I don't know, spiny tonight. I don't get it, man. Oh, you're needling me I for no it. reason. It was just my turn. Well, it's like, I, but anyway, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to pick on Craig. That's just like wringing out a soaked up sponge. Like that's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know, I, I I'd really argue back for you, Craig. But he's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that was a good one. I'm curious. I'm curious what Brad comes up with for a reality show because I know it's going to be, I know it's going to be thoughtful, insightful. No, but it's going to be like not just stupid shit like you and I come up with. Like, let's do this and see who wins. You know, like it's going to be like let's have some kind of a a goal with with a purpose. Social experiment. Yeah. With the with the with not the even, game. It, yeah. but the, the, you know, again, a really astute observation considering my outline has been completed since Wednesday. So, you know, <laughs> fuck off, Einstein. I'm just I saying. didn't look at it. No. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> name of the show is Living in Jeopardy. Okay, and it's okay. basically a combination reality game show. I think it takes the best of like the basic reality shows, like The Real World and Big Brother, with the game show element. And but the, okay. the only thing is, this is a game show that's totally centered on the idea of how well you pay attention. And basically, what I would do is, I would take fifteen contestants or housemates, whatever they call them these days, and we're going to sequester them in a house, Big Brother style, you know, like the old school reality, like the real world and all that, or pandemic style. But okay, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. We're all kind of living Big Brother style. Hey, right congratulations! Now. Your neighbor sneezed. You're on a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to evict Ethan from the house. <laughs> he lost this week's contest. <laughs> Running wild with Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan and Feral. Yeah. <laughs> Way too um, as, um but what they do is they do the big brother thing. Like each day they take part in like games and trivia contests, activities, seemingly innocuous things. Okay. But they're also like kept together they don't have their phones no internet no tv so they're kind of sequestered from the the regular world so they end up fighting fucking finger banging and cameras are watching them 24 7 like this is it like this is really just big brother but this is yes 
You remember that South Park? Yes. Um, at the end of each week, because they're going to show everybody... episodes nightly. Uh, what? What's up? No, I was just saying, is it is it required that everybody on the show has a six pack? And like, <laughs> you know, like, like the other, like like the other shows. No, I want smart people. Just smart. Yeah, that's what, yeah, no, that's I want what I was getting at. You're not looking at just, oh, does this guy have cool hair and a fucking six-pack? No, 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 no. IQ no. of a doorknob we're going to throw this on This is a show. real okay. reality show. So okay. He wants smart right. people, so this is going to be filmed in a one-bedroom apartment in Japan. <laughs> Housing seven people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, they sleep vertically. It may, makes for a lot more room. I don't know how night cameras yeah. work inside individual ch- dresser drawers, but we'll find out. No, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. <laughs> UV technology is amazing. Just ask our president. But anyway, all right. So at the end of each week, let me get through this. The three worst performing contestants on all the games and trivia contests and everything else have to play in an episode of Jeopardy. The only difference is these are not clues that are based on normal Jeopardy trivia. These clues are based entirely on things that have happened in the house over the course of that week. So who judge, who determines the worst three people for the week? Uh, the people who lose the most contests or come in the lowest scoring okay. on right, the contest. Okay, all right, so it's based solely on how they score. Okay. okay, all right. Yeah, so they're doing the typical Big Brother goofy outdoor game shit, you know. Gotcha. But whoever scores the lowest then has to compete in basically like a sudden death thing. And But every clue on that Jeopardy board is based on events and happenings in the house over the course of that week and that week only. Ooh. goes down to the most minute detail. So basically, it's not just a question of who's the most observant, but who caught those little things happening in the background. The producers are noting everything. They're all watching these cameras as much as possible yep. to note, you know, who scratched his ass during this moment. <laughs> yeah. or who did, you know, things like that. And so, yeah, it's it's not going to be a base on knowledge. It's going to be who's paying the most attention. Paying, the, yeah, the most the observant. Two, yeah, and the two losing contestants are sent packing. That's it. No, there, there's no well, coming back. All right, you're out. You're out. You lather, rinse, repeat. You do this until only five are left. Then the game stops being a reality show and becomes an entire round robin Jeopardy tournament, using clues from the entire season. And you, you basically, instead of getting money for each episode, you get a total cumulative score. To make things more interesting, viewers at home have the opportunity to play via mobile app. The 15 best cumulative scores are then invited to appear on next season's show. <laughs> so it's a self-serving game. <laughs> and I would, I would do this in a heartbeat because it doesn't require me to sit in a hot tub and have that six-pack. Lord knows we're not working. We're working with like pony kegs here. We <laughs> just don't have any. <laughs> yeah. But I think this is a good way to balance intelligence, plotting, and observance. And I think I like that's it. it's the ultimate balance. I think it's also a unique way to extend Jeopardy after Alex Trebek goes because we Lord we all know it's going to be a long ass time before Jeopardy recovers when Alex. Trebek oh yeah. Dies. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny is when you were saying this, it made me think of a sh- of a show idea, a quick one. Um, I couldn't be in it because I just couldn't. But <laughs> what I was, no, it'd be great, a great show, and I think because it, it would be hilarious, would be you get a group of stand up comedians to all move into a house together, nice, and just hang out. But the thing is, is like every uh, couple of days, someone gets voted off. 
But what it is is the person that gets voted off is the person that didn't make the other comedians in the house laugh. Okay. Interesting. So it's kind of like last you know, comic standing. Yeah, but you have to you make you have to make other comics laugh. You know, it not not the people at home, not anybody. If the more stuff that you say that other people react to and laugh, those get chalked up by the producers. Playing like one, two. Did you ever you know see the I mean? first season of Last Comic Standing when Rich Voss was on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It that was, was the only season that really mattered to me, because yep. that was not left up to anybody at home. That was literally who killed in a comedy Just, club that yeah. night. And there were judges there, but ultimately, yeah. everybody knew. And that fan won that season. He's not a funny comic. No, he's all right. He's okay. He's, he has but one joke. But, his Vietnamese yeah, mother. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody agreed, including Rich Voss, who's the biggest cynic of all. We know we we met him. Yeah. And and he sat on the side of that comedy club laughing his ass off at Dat Fan's five jokes. Yeah. And he killed that night and nobody could argue that he beat the he, people he was up against. Yeah, he he hit the So that's what I mean. So it would be great if you you finalize it down to two stand-up comedians in the house and all they've done is made each other laugh it didn't matter who at home was watching what was going on it was based on them making each other laugh throughout the week just living their normal lives and just being themselves and then the final two people have to go out and do a set uh, so then how do you okay. determine the winner by who killed so but who's by who did the better set who's judging that all the booted comics all right i dig that but the booted comics have an agenda they all have an agenda. Uh, yeah, they do. All right, so their votes are count as one quarter votes. No, well, no, no, no. It's, it's. I mean, <laughs> I it's. Well, you just get other people. There's, there's going to be flaws in any kind of voting system, and I was, I was actually curious about. Of course, there is about Brad's idea where you have people on this show trying to answer trivia questions about what happened in the house during the week. What if nobody gets the answers? Then they don't get the answers. It happens on Jeopardy all the time. I understand that, but you. There's a there is a possibility you have people that go through this whole every week and you, nobody gets get, it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I imagine you don't want to get too innocuous would... with your details. Like you said, who scratched their ass during this segment? People no, like, that was a bad example. That was kind of a flipping no, yeah. example. But I no, think I it's going to be things that they were all together for. Like conversation. Like who said this during this conversation? Okay, okay like, let's like say yeah. they had the let's say they had to climb a rope as part of a physical challenge they were doing. If the oh, qu- the physical challenges. Nice. Well, that, that's Big Brother. If you don't watch, yeah. that's on you. But if they do that thing where how many no, how many you that you yeah, watch it. I don't actually. <laughs> I watched it one one season. Yeah. Um, but if they uh, say how long did it take so and so to climb the rope? Okay. All right. That's something everybody was there for. And you whether almost, or not they paid attention the to the answers, it. like the person closest to the right answer wins. So you have to pick a yeah. winner. Yeah, I mean, I imagine there's ways they could tweak it, but ultimately, it's gonna co- the producers gonna know enough to make sure that everybody was there to have the opportunity to see it. Whether or not they did is entirely on them. Not gonna be an easy game, but I, I do like the idea of combining the Jeopardy tension with the reality show concept. I love old reality shows. I loved the Real World growing up. Really, I love the idea of people just doing their thing. I thought that was cool. They've gotten so stupid. I didn't like the Osbournes. I didn't, I didn't like anything that seemed scripted. But I liked when people honestly the, were just reacting to each other. I thought that the was first cool. real. The first real world was decent because it was somewhat normal. It was like, okay, 
There was episodes that were boring. It was like a bunch of roommates. Episodes that were funny. Then what happened was then it started to get produced. Well, it got gimmicky. Then they started saying, yeah. hey, you know what's better? People liked it when you argued. Oh, oh, you guys were arguing over there and we didn't have the cameras on you? Hold on. Let's do that argument again. Exactly. <laughs> And you know why I didn't like Big Brother after two seasons? The second season of Big Brother, the first Big Brother was interesting. Five of them, the last five contestants in the house said, well, there's a million dollars at stake. What if we all just split it five ways and walked out together? Yeah. And they did. They all walked out of the house at the same time, and they split the money. And the the producers didn't anticipate that, so they had to pay them. The second season, they made it more of a game show, but they also created the concept of the "quote unquote" alliance, which has pervaded every other competitive every reality other show. show. Yeah, it was Doctor Will, the plastic surgeon from L.A. That guy was badass. After that, everything they started introducing ex girlfriends and people you hadn't seen in twenty yeah. years, and it got too gimmicky, and that's when it lost because it was no longer reality. Yeah. Well, that, you know, was, that was the same thing with Jersey Shore and Real World. Was Chrisley like, knows oh, best. I don't even know who Todd Chrisley is. Got, who's got abs and frosted tips? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, throw that dude, that guy. Abs that looks, and frosted the, the tips. 311 yeah, from got, 1996. Yeah. No, yeah. But, I'm, but I'm saying, like, oh, that guy's got Justin Bieber hair and, and fucking abs and giant pecs. Oh, my God, abs again. And then Craig, grab- based, on, based on the amount of times you brought it up, I know who doesn't have abs. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no. I, what do you mean? I have an ab. <laughs> but, no, but that's what I mean. It's like, it's always all these, they, it's, it's me. And that's where... MTV failed for me. Like they even went to did that show. They were like they were gonna do that fantasy show that was supposed to be like Lord of the Rings, Shannara Chronicles, and all of a sudden it was all fucking Jersey Shore people. Everybody was like, "I'm gorgeous. Hold on, let me flop my hair back first before before I do this scene." And it was just ridiculous. No fucking interest. I I, I can't get into anything overproduced. Even Real World. Stop no, being real yeah. about it. Season three. When they brought it's Puck so in and he made fun of the gay guy who eventually died from AIDS, like it was over then because it, they knew who they were bringing in the house. Wasn't yeah. that the first? They, I thought that was the first season. No, nah, it was season three in San Francisco. Really? Season one, they all had jobs. Like they all did their own thing. Oh, shit. They, you know, they went to work every day and then they came home to this. And there wasn't yeah. enough conflict, so they created more the second season. By season three, they brought in an absolute. Homophobe, Puck and Pedro, who blew snot rockets. Right. Yeah, and Pedro yeah. ended up dying shortly after. You know, so reality but, sucks. Yep, and uh, entertainment largely sucks as a result of bad reality. Well, absolutely, exactly. Can't argue but with that. I... All right, you know what, guys? I got to tell you something. I I know you're tired of hearing me come up with ideas and making this all about me, but. After all the bullshit that you guys have been giving me over the last week about being an egomaniac and all the bullshit you've given me tonight about making it all about myself, I have one more question. And this one's kind of do. appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's drag it out a little more. Yeah. I think you'll understand why. Uh, I want to relearn these friendships. I realize now I don't know you guys as well as I thought. And I know I, I know you too well already, but I do have a few more questions. Uh what are the questions you have about the other guys on the show? Like, uh, what kind of things do you want to know about the other two? Because I'm learning a whole lot about you two and how much I genuinely do not like you. 
<laughs> I was going to say, like, I'm curious. You guys have heard me talk about shitting my pants and jerking off into a dead rabbit. I don't know what else I can <laughs> tell you. <laughs> I don't like cheese. <laughs> I don't like cheese. <laughs> my, I hate vanilla. My favorite color is blue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't right, like fine. walking on the beach. I don't know what. <laughs> Fuck you guys, but you know oh. <laughs> This is this is what I mean. Okay, so nah, here it is. I'll good. lead. Follow my lead. Yep. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give give us a template. Here we go. All right, Craig. No. I'll start with you, the founder yep. of the show. Why do you repeat so much shit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, is it Alzheimer's disease? I do I do. I've always Can I answer for him? Yeah. Well, he go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, he's just going to do it again anyway. So what's say, the difference? When your life's that boring, you only have three stories to tell, right? <laughs> no, go ahead. No, I know I do. I I do it all the time, and I know I do. And there's a lot of times that I'll start to say something. I'm like, I've told him this already. But, but why can't you stop yourself from I can't, saying it I, again? No, because I can't. I plow through. And you guys know I always do. I've always done that. I started to say it. I'm gonna finish it. It never fails. Never fails. It's funny. It's why like, does it have to be like picking a scab? Cauterize that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, seriously, I see a doctor. Grit. This is a problem. No, no. See, here's the other thing. It's a problem for us. Don't say no. No. Here's the other thing is everybody, <laughs> everybody else as well does it. I just tend to do it more. You know what I mean? I'll do it more often. I and I know it, and do, I know it. I know I do it. I've made fun of myself for doing it. I know I do, but everybody else does it too. And a lot of times, you end up just because someone does. You know, Brad's told me the same story more than once. Dave's told me the same story yep. more than once. Um, and you just kind of you you don't do it as often as I do. <laughs> I know that. No, but. You kind of just humor the person. You're like, Dory yeah. didn't or, do it as much as you did. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. It's just something, I guess. Like I said, if I start to say something, I'm just going to finish it. Because if I don't finish it, I feel like I, it, even though I've said it a thousand times, I feel like I left something undone. Is that what I it is? It's, it's not so much the story itself. It's the fact that you started something and you have to finish it. I have to finish it. Yeah. That, yeah, I would say it's more that than anything else. Yeah, that's it a doesn't mental sound condition. at all like. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't sound at all like a problem. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. Seek help, uh, Dave. That that actually puts Craig on the spectrum, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it might. Colorblind and still on yeah. the spectrum. Yeah. I was gonna say it's the gray spectrum, but he's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Different levels of haze and smoke. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dave. Uh, I guess you can see where this is going. Uh, why are you so passive aggressive? That's ah, just who I am, man. I um I don't like confrontations. I don't. I've never been good at them. I don't like confrontations. So I try to get my point across without being in your face and overt. Yeah. And that's been fun with with my wife, whose family is nothing but in your face and direct. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you two are yin yang. Oh, oh, it's awful! It's awful because she, her. We've talked about this a ton. Her family is so quick to react to everything, 
No. And it's and but it, no, it's not just your side of the family, Craig. It's no, like it's her mom's oh, side too. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my my family, like my dad, was always and my family was always like, take it in, process what just happened, and figure out the best way to handle it. Yep. So so like she she reacts it's almost on emotion, whereas I was never that way. And I that's I think it's more of a learned behavior. I've heard stories about my dad when he was a cop that. This comes from my father-in-law. He was he was kind of a troublemaker in, in town when my dad was a cop. And he's like, oh, yeah, we knew your dad growing up. He's like, we used to get in trouble all the time. He's like, your dad was a cop that you didn't see until you've been bullshitting and, and arguing with the other cops for 10 minutes. He would just then walk out from behind him and start kicking our ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. So, yeah. okay, I get that. Yeah. So I, I think it's 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 as much a learned thing as anything else. Like I've just, I've never been one to just react on emotion. I always step back and try to process things. And then think before being passive you speak. aggressive. Fe- What's that? I think before you speak. Type. Right. And it just, it just built yeah. on, I don't like confrontations. I haven't been in, I've been in one or two fist fights in my entire life. Yeah. And it's when I was younger. So like, I've never been in those big confrontations. Yeah. I always try to just diffuse it and move on. Yeah. See, the reason I asked is because when you get passive aggressive people, and I've been accused of it too. You know, sarcasm and everything. You try to make these little subversive jokes. Yep. You can get accused of being passive aggressive pretty easily. Yeah. But one of the things that, like, I once got told I was a psychiatrist's dream because they think <laughs> a lot of people think that the more passive aggressive you are, you're really talking about yourself. So uh, I see, guess no, I the follow up questions do you hate yourself? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you should. You really should. But. <laughs> I don't know, just little things like that. Because you know, you, you went to Clemson, I went to Maryland. It we had the same college experience, right down to the crowded football stadiums. You had a better team playing for you, but ultimately, <laughs> it, we had the same college experience. Tons of people, tons of people you're never going to meet. You get lost in a sea of people. Right. Uh, why would you make fun of my school so much? Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> you're right. We both went to like an, an an ACC school. We both had similar programs and stuff. The difference is one of us went to a good school and one of us went to Maryland. <laughs> and there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> it, I, and you so, know, busting your balls about that is nothing more than just having something to bust your balls about. Here, here's why. I'll I'll be perfectly honest right now. You are intimidating to be funny around because you're very quick witted. And you you have smart jokes as well as fast jokes. Yeah. So any opportunity Agreed. I can to try to level set myself with where you're at, I try to take. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. And your nice mascot was shirt. a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Bite no, your you finger off, man. On, no, but you, you guys bust on the turtle. At least it's original. How many fucking tigers does the world need? Yeah. Wildcats, ooh. Dude, your mascot can't even chase someone. Yeah. But it's memorable. It's memorable. <laughs> oh, shit. And it could if it wanted to. <laughs> Deliberately. I'll catch you in 30 or 40 years. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's like Maryland making it to like a, a bowl game. They'll get there eventually. There you <laughs> they go. buy tickets to watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they'll end up drinking in the parking lot, stealing all the beer from the Clemson pricks. <laughs> <laughs> the tortoise in the hair. Remember? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to drink their beer. It's it's swill. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, Craig. I think you have questions. You haven't talked much tonight, so I want to. 
Oh, I got. I want to see what's going on in their brain. It's it's that funny brain. because I kind of my questions are a little different. That's um, all right. To Brad, because he, and this is something because Brad says it all the time, and uh, and and uh, and I'll be straight and straight up honesty is sometimes I worry that he would do it. <laughs> Not worry, but I mean, I, it would it would suck. But would you, and do you, well, do you <clears throat> actually hate living around here as much as you say you, you do? And would you up and move back to New York as quick as you say you would? Uh, How's wow. that? Okay. Damn good question. Cr- crush, yeah, my heart. Uh, crush my heart, damn good question. No. <laughs> do I hate living here? No. I took a picture from my Facebook last weekend that proved that I don't. Looking down your driveway at the sunset, that was a nice picture. Yeah, it was there a good are, picture. There's a lot of perks to living here. Like yeah. right now, New York City, not exactly high-class real estate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having a freezer truck full of bodies in front of my apartment is sure to bring the rents down. Yeah. Um, it, truth it, be told- It I'm, probably happened more than once. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, they're still moving in? God, how much stuff do they have? I miss New York a lot, but I think you, you remember back about 10 episodes. Yeah. It was or longer than that now, but it was the last time I went down for work before I got let go. And I s- said to you, I'm like, you know, it's getting a little harder and harder to stay there for the full week. Yeah. Yep. I, as much as I love the buzz, I love the energy, I love being in New York. I realize now it's still nice to kind of come back to not worrying about being pissed on in the streets or not, you know, contracting a deadly respiratory virus from taking the subway. Or yeah. jerked off They're, on in an alley. No, or you pay from a that. fire escape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. Uh, that was pro bono. Yeah. <laughs> if you got a little of my love on you, I'm happy to. Yeah. Share. <laughs> but uh, truth, truth is, I. I I think I'll end up back there at some point in my life. In the, but in the city? we left. Well, we left because we couldn't afford it. When we left, I was a teacher and she was in retail. Yeah, like we were basically going to be living hand to mouth every month for the rest of our lives. Did and you, children were out. I was going to say, did you have your kids at that point? No, no. Would I, you, we were up here. We got married up here. I think, but that's a big consideration now. If it was, if it was just you and Melissa, that's one thing. But if it's you, if it's the four of you now. Would you move your kids into that city setting? The only place I would go if the job was right, the money was right, and there was available property I would consider reasonable. There's a town called Sleepy Hollow, yeah, which is right up right up uh, the river there. It's, it's not that far from the city as it was 200 years ago. Right. You know, yeah. It didn't yeah. take a, a fortnight with a lantern. Yeah. It takes, a, it takes about yeah. 40 minutes on the train now, but I, I would go there. I don't hate living in Rhode Island, but- the idea of coming a New Yorker moving to New England and feeling comfortable yeah. is a stretch to begin with. Yeah. Yep. And then when it's been 13 years and you still feel like a newcomer, there's a reason it's a defense mechanism why I'm always talking about New York is because I've never really been accepted as a Rhode Islander and I never will be. And a bunch of your locals have made this very clear that I'm always going to be what they call a wash ashore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to those and, people. Well, they're those fucking greenhorns old. themselves, so I don't care. Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> All of their parents showed up in fucking rowboats. Don't most, listen to them. Most of them are washed ashore themselves. Right. They just came, they washed ashore from the other current. Yeah, exactly. 
um, that's the thing. That's kind of a that's kind of a bullshit thing. Like, cause I don't say that to people. Like, I, you've been here long enough. You know how it goes. You know what it's like around here. It's almost it's a third of, of my life. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. That I've been and, living up here. I should probably not feel like the new guy. Yeah, I would classify you as a Rhode Islander. At yeah. this point, well, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know. Let's not go that far. <laughs> yeah, well, it's no, like, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no. I'm saying not just you. I'm saying in general, if you've been living here for a third of your life, <laughs> you know what I mean. Unless you're yeah. fucking three, you know. Hey, hey, let's let's take a moment and and recognize the math that Craig just did, right? That was pretty good. Spot on, huh? Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. You get two thumbs up from me. Thanks. Nice work. Absolutely. And that's two. 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 Yeah. That was two. I saw that. Yeah. That's two thirds. I thought you were going to um, go like this. <laughs> let, me throw, let me throw one thing at you, though. And I'm not saying this to blow sunshine up anybody's asses, especially Dave's Cannon of Doom. Yeah. But <laughs> no sunshine in there. If this show wasn't a part of my week and we didn't do this, uh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, and I'm not being dramatic. I just, maybe I would have taken a job opportunity elsewhere. That's yeah. not, that's not dismissing our friendships. No, no, not, you always have no, to do I, what you, you have to do what you have to do for your family and for the, and the yeah. benefit of your life. Of course, that's, that's first mm-hmm. and foremost. I, and I'd I mean? love to do it via Skype or Zoom or whatever, if we really had to all the time. Oh but, yeah. You know, say I had to move, but. Ultimately, no. I think I'm looking forward to the garage, and I've got 29 more years of mortgage to think this through. Yeah. And then if, if, <laughs> in my mid 70s, if I decide to go back to New York, it'll probably be cleaned up from COVID by then. Yeah. So we should be all set. And I'll be dead, so it won't matter. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> you think I'm going to see the end of my mortgage? Yeah. You're a riot. <laughs> You're a fucking riot. My feet are tingling just thinking about this. <laughs> Good question, brother. Nice. Good question. All right. And uh, Dave, yeah. for you, because uh, it's just funny because I know the way um, you you talk about it all the time, the way you were brought up, you know, being brought up the right way and, you know, properly. <laughs> what did you think of my family when you when you Ooh. first met <laughs> I like Ray it. Ann? What I like did you, it. What, where, what, what were your thoughts? Because we are very open and forward. I mean, shit, yeah. the day she said that she was dating you, that day came across by me and my Uncle Mike totally berating you on Facebook without knowing anything about you. Yes. For yes. fucking hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, that's, listen, I'll, I'll be honest, that's different, like you, Uncle Mike, that's different than meeting, like, mom and dad or... Yeah, like even yep. her sisters, or yeah, and, and Matt, her brother. You know, like it's a little different because. But they all chimed in. Of course they did, because yeah. a bunch of scumbags. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for for me, like I knew that was that was that was my chance because you guys started it. That was my point. I had uh, something to prove. Then you, um, yeah, I like I knew I wasn't going to keep up, not with Uncle Mike. There's no way. Mm-hmm. But she's like, listen, if you can't take this. You're screwed. <laughs> but it's it's honestly it's not that as foreign to me as you might think. No, yeah, it, I, it's yeah. Th- being upfront and honest. Like that's that's different than I was raised. I was raised a little more modest with a lot of things, and like I just described a while ago that 
I, I wasn't. I'm more reserved when it comes to reacting to things. That whereas, was, was that was a good word. That was the word I was looking for. Like a more reserved upbringing. Yeah, you know, that's all, yeah. and that's all it is. Now, Dave and I had like the same upbringing. I, I, even though my dad wasn't a cop, he was a disciplinarian. Yeah, and he believed in a lot of structure. Oh. I got, I get the feeling Dave and I would either be the best of friends or would have hated each other mercilessly growing up because we were just too alike. Yeah. We would have been friends like, because of circumstances and hated each other because we were the same person. Probably competing with each other for grades and, and spots on the football <laughs> right. team and everything yeah. else. Now here, here's the thing: it's like, and and I don't want this. There's no delicate way to say this, Craig. Yep. Um, <laughs> Go. This is why I asked. The no, question. no, no, no. <laughs> no, like you, you hear the terms white collar and blue collar, right? Yep. Um, I don't want to say your family's blue collar, but you do a lot. Of, like the work oh, no, you do are. and the way you've raised. You know, like you work with. It's manual labor, for, for lack of a better term. Like, it's physical labor. Your uncles did it. All of your uncles. You, you all, like, that's how you get into the flooring business. And All to my grandfather's chagrin, who is an engineer. <laughs> right. Well, well, even, even the, <laughs> so, but even the other side of Rayanne's family, you know what I mean? Like, her mother's side of the family, yep. very similar. And that's not foreign to me. My, neither of my parents went to college. Yep. Neither of them. Yeah, my, technically my, neither did you. Oh, wow. <laughs> says the turtle a little late to the race. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but like my my dad grew up in South Providence. My dad got mugged when he was five years old. Yep. So my dad grew up in a rough neighborhood. That's my a mother bad grew up place. in. Right, my mother grew up in in suburbs, but she spent two weeks at college in Syracuse and was like, "Nope, I'm coming home." So I didn't grow up in a college-educated family. My dad got his degree, but not until I was in high school. Yeah. At that point, I was – so he grew up, I, I want to say rough, compared to what I grew up with in the suburbs. So I was exposed to that side of the family. Like my mom's side of the family, there's a lot of people that – like my one of my great uncles is an iron worker. And my, my grandfathers all were mechanics and things. So I, I get that side of the – how I am is a little different because my parents raised me to be more – I don't know. They didn't want me to have to work too much with my hands. They wanted me to go to college and get educated. They wanted you to be a pussy. Yeah. Yes, that's true. No. <laughs> but they, they also, when I first got a job, they I got a job. I worked on a farm for three years. Yep. Doing nothing but picking vegetables, packing trucks, lifting, like, physical yeah. manual labor. Yeah. So, like, I that it was... That aspect of it didn't bother me. The the upfront forward part of your family, I was like, holy shit, I need to buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it it took it took a while for me to get it. Like it, I had that in me, but it took a while for me to be okay with just being that open with it and, and yeah. easy and quick to just let it out. Yeah, exactly. Yep. No, and what, that's what, what Rand told me was like, listen, if they're busting your balls, it's because they like you and they want to. I was like, I'll the- trust you for now. <laughs> one of, we'll, one we'll of see the, how it goes. One of the best things is when we, me and me and my uncle, Mike, like we started right uh, right out of the gate, just busting your balls oh, on, yeah. on her Facebook page because she she posted a picture of you two together. We never never had seen or heard of you, so yeah. I just immediately started. My first comment was, "He doesn't look as old as you said he was." <laughs> like you know what I mean? <laughs> and it just started like from there. And then my uncle Mike immediately hopped on. Then it just got out of control. Oh yeah. But the best was within the first couple of comments, you made a comment back. I had like, to. You, yeah. And right away, I was like, 
I like this guy. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it was like when you've told stories about getting into fights and bars, like, I know I'm going to lose this, but I have to get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I may lose, but he's going to know he was in a fight. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You know? Speaking of fights, Dave, what's with the orange shirt and backwards hat? You look like Prison Mike. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Honest, this is just the shirt I had on today, and I figured I had to put this hat backwards because I wore it front-facing last week. So your mom didn't go to Syracuse because she knew better that orange, about orange. <laughs> no, she wasn't prostituted either. So. <laughs> I'm trying here, man. I'm trying. No, I right. can't keep up. <laughs> Good question, man. No, those that are was good. a damn good question. All right. And uh, for one last comment on that. I do, one thing I've noticed living up here is that everybody says the same thing about busting balls. What's and that? that's why I think the show works, too, is they say, you know, don't worry about me busting your balls. Worry when I stop. Yeah. Yeah. Because that means I no longer like you or I no longer care. Don't, I don't care. And so, yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. I don't my care thing. enough to interact with you and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yep. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. No, it makes sense. All right, then. Now the moment I've been waiting for. Oh, no. Are you to me? Yeah. No, Dave's question. Yep. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. So I I have – here's what I did. I have like a serious question for the two of you and then kind of a not-so-serious question for the two of you. Okay. Fair. And I figure since we're having fun, I'll put the brakes on and bring it to a screeching halt. (laughs) If you actually play this back, we haven't been funny at all. So go. No, for that's it. true. So why, why start now? Fuck. Why it. start now? Fuck it. Go for it. <laughs> so let me let me start with Brad, since Craig and I did a lot of talking that last segment. And Craig, you're going to get the same question. Okay. So if you could, what one event from your life do you think has influenced who you are right now the most? The day I failed, yeah, Craig's going to laugh, but I failed the math test badly. <laughs> like I got. I got like an eight. You know, like it was eight out of ten or eight out of a hundred. What are we talking? Hundred. If wow. there was a lower score to get, nobody else got it. So, like, you tried to fail, is what it seems like. No, no. I just, I, I was never good at math. I'm I only got there. through. I, I only got through because my brother was good, and all the teachers knew him, and okay. they just figured I was. Yeah. So they kind of passed me, but they pushed me through. I had no business doing any calculus anywhere. See, I had the opposite. Like, my younger sister's the smart one. She's an engineer. I went through, and the teacher's like, all right, he did okay. Then they got to my sister, and they thought, what the fuck happened to your older brother? (laughs) (laughs) But it was too late for them to screw me, so I was was good. That was they. They realized that was at the time when like smoking and drinking during pregnancy was still okay when Dave was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then they said it was bad, so all the mothers stopped doing that. Yeah. And then- I sat in the front bench seat of the car too many times when they hit the brakes too hard. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so yeah, you sat yeah. backwards in the in the station wagon. Didn't oh you? my god, that was the best. Um, but honestly, failing that test happened on the exact same day. I did really well on a paper, and I realized I could write. And so I had a teacher pull me aside, and she's like, I know you're struggling. I mean, you know, just to give you an idea about how bad I was at math, my sister was in the same class as me, and she was in the ninth grade at the time. So what grade were you in? I was a, I was a senior. No shit. Yeah, i I really not good at math. I'm not you know, either. Every, I'm, I, I can totally relate to what you're talking about. But my teacher pulled me aside, and she's like, I know you're just trying to get out of here. And she's like, don't. Be like that. Make the most of this time. And so she made me join the newspaper and do all this nerdy stuff I never thought I would do. I ended up going to school for journalism. Nice. Yep. And the rest the rest is history. So Nice. Nice. 
That makes a lot of sense, man. Like I, I'm the same way. Like I hate math. I hate numbers. I can do what I have to to get by, but if I would rather write a ten-page paper than do one page of math problems. Oh, I can write a ten-page paper about math. Yeah. <laughs> why yeah. I don't want to do this math problem? Yeah. Or why I don't need to? Yeah. You know, Chapter all the one. math we needed to learn was done by seventh grade. Basic algebra is it. Okay, if you can't yep. figure out your taxes after that, maybe you're a little fucked yeah. in the head. Yeah. But- yeah. Yeah, there's vegetables that need to be picked somewhere <laughs> on a ranch in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> the world needs meat farms. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the LGBTQ I can't tell you- community rejoices. <laughs> I can't tell you how big ever hit those clips are with my hometown. <laughs> well, good. They have made the rounds. People coming up to me going, I didn't know you had a podcast. Oh, nice. See, that's what oh, I want, man. Yep. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> well, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. I don't know about you, but hey, yeah, I'll, take if you I'll take it. If you harken back a few hundred episodes, you might remember that time where I basically called out every ex-girlfriend in the world in order for just being insufferable gashes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they have access now. <laughs> and from your description, they've always had access, but yeah. all right. Oh, well, maybe everybody we'll, else did. We'll stop getting right. our first negative <laughs> comments and haters. <laughs> That's when you know you've done something right That's when people when you... start telling you you suck. Yeah, exactly. He couldn't even hit the sides, that fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So, right, so Craig, same question. What what event one event from your life would you say influenced you the most as as to who you are right now? It's that that was a tough question, and I actually thought a little bit about it when Bre- and I and I kind of and it was like it, I was like oh I got to think about this and it hit me in in a split second I was like oh yeah <laughs> and I remember I was um I was working I at the time I was working two jobs I was still in high school and I was working two part time jobs one of my part time jobs was from three to six at a oil change place. Okay. Right. So I would go there right after school. I would work until six o'clock and they would close. But I did it Monday through Friday. And then Saturday, I'd work in the morning until three. You know, from, right. for, I would work from eight to three. And then I got another part time job at a local. It was like a, it's called Newport Creamery. But it was just, it was like a restaurant, ice cream shop type place. You know, it's a restaurant for kids. Yeah, basically, basically, it's it, it's, it's friendlies minus the PR. Yeah, yeah. It, yes, exactly. It's like a friendlies, and um, it's an ice cream restaurant is basically what it is. But yeah, go ahead. And I was so I was working there as well, and it was just one of those things where I used used to have to be on call there. So I only worked there a few nights a week, but used to have to be on call, and they were so at five o'clock you would call in to see if the shit the other guy that was supposed to do that shift that night went to work. If they didn't show up, you had to show up. Okay. You know what I mean? So it would suck because you are like, today's my day off. I'm not working tonight. And then, and you're hanging out with your friends and you get the call, you know, (laughs) and you're like, fuck, I gotta go. Like, well, you would, you would call in and then you'd have to go. And it happened to be a few times. And then one night I was just hanging out with, with some friends Nothing major. I was just hanging out, and I called in, and they were like, "Oh, you got to come in." And I went, "No." Matter of fact, I'm done. 
was like, you just quit. I was like, yeah, I'm not coming in ever again. I was like, <laughs> nice. I was like, you know, and I still had. That was good. You set expectations. Yeah, I still. That's important. I still had that other job. You know what I mean? But yeah, I. But my thing was, then I went home that night. And my mother asked me, she's like, oh, are you, are you working tonight? Like, you know, it, it wasn't that night, but like two days later, she's like, you going to you work at the creamery tonight? And I was like, no, I quit. And she's like, why? And I was like, well, this and that. And she was like, well, all right. She's like, because my mother was like, oh, you got two jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> she's, but, <laughs> but she was like, all right. She's like, but um, that's not how you quit a job. And I was like, okay. And I thought about it. And th- and I'm, she's telling me this as she's getting ready to leave for her second full-time job. <laughs> and that night I sat down and I said, wow, I fucking just bailed on those people. Left, you know what I mean? I just bailed on yep. them. Like, fuck you. I'm not coming in. They were shorthanded. They were fucked that night. You know what yep. I mean? Just because you wanted to hang out with your buddies. Just because I hours. wanted to hang out with my buddies for a few hours. And my mother was working a full-time job during the day, coming home, making and eating dinner, taking a shower, and leaving to go to another full-time job at a restaurant you know, and working as a waitress to, all night long. To wait, pay up. for You're your forgetting... bum ass because you just quit a job. Yeah. And and to make up for that $400 Craig stole from her. That's right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you had to bring that up. Why did you bring that back? I knew I shouldn't have said that one. <laughs> that was awful. Um, <laughs> that was years later. That was, but uh, but yeah, uh, no, it's not better. So wait, no. so wait, after you learned this lesson, you still stole from yeah. your mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse. That was a whole different situation. That was a no, that it's was not. A big You're a piece of shit. I am a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> But no, I remember that, and that's when I was saying, like after after that, that's where I, I think my worth, my work ethic, kind of came in more or less. Like, I'm not gonna just call out sick because I don't want to work th- that day. It, it gave you a different um, perspective and appreciation. Yeah, and I said, and I I'm not that. just, you know, I'm not just gonna quit on someone like that and leave them shorthanded because my day may suck for the day, you know, because right. I, you know, right. It yep. was just it, that makes sense. It was just one of those. It was a little long-winded, but <laughs> I like it. Now, now I'm glad you've become less of a piece of shit. I, I think thanks. we all are. I mean, you're still We're a piece of, of shit. You just don't stink as much as you did then. Yeah, I was awful. Yeah, I was no, awful like person. that white turd in the yard that's, that's right. been out all winter. That's right. Yep. So, all right. So, my my two follow up questions and, and and oh no. Yeah, I'll I'll keep going with Craig though. So <sighs> this is this is less serious than my last one. Um. Why are you so willing to help other people so often when they don't even like you? <laughs> Wait, that wasn't for me. <laughs> oh, yours is coming. That's that's a pretty fucking damn good question. <laughs> just, I, I just wish you didn't nature. ask it. It's just in. I, I wish. It's just, it's just you know, in my it's, nature. It is. It's funny. It's like I know it, the first time I met Rayanne when we were talking about meeting like her family, she was like, he would do anything for you if you asked him. And it's it's true. I, I don't want you to do anything for me because I don't trust you. But that's, it's, it's, it's your nature. <laughs> but it's my it's my nature. If you ask me, I'm going to I'm going to say yes. And I feel like that's how your family is, too. Unless I absolutely can't for a, a prior reason. Right. Other than that, I would get up. 
no matter what I was doing, grab my keys and go. Yeah, I, that's I just, get that. That's just, I've always been like that. Yeah. Some of my favorite times with Craig were at 5.45 a.m. when he'd pick me up to take my ass to the yeah. train. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've I drove Brad. I've driven Brad to the airport and to the bus station before the sun came up more oh. than once. Yeah, several several times. Yeah, and while, while Melissa slept. Yeah, <laughs> but that's well, my Melissa, thing. You had kids though. That's the thing. That's the thing. He he asked me. I'm not doing. I'm like, yeah. What do I got to do? Go to bed an hour early? I or get up an hour earlier than I normally would. Fuck it. I'm like, no big deal. Don't wake up your kids and bother your wife I, and yeah, lug your kids around. I do the same thing. Like, Rand's home. She can take care of the, the kids. I'd be like, yeah, I'll come do that. I will curse you for the 14 miles it takes to get to the airport, but I'll do it. Yep. Yeah. No, but I mean, to me, it's like, whatever. I don't I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. Makes sense. You know? All right. So, so all right. So, I got one more, one more follow-up question for Brad. I said I have one more question for Brad. That's not the truth. The real truth is I had two questions, and I've been debating between them both. One of the questions I wrote just to bust your balls, so I'm not going to ask that one. I will ask you the second question that I'm really curious. I, I, I debated about this. I, I really want to know the answer to this. And I'm curious why this show is so important to you. Because we suck, let's be honest. Dan- yeah, we're terrible. But uh, I think you can sum it up in two words, pipe dreams. I had pipe dreams of being a comedian. I always wanted to be on the radio. And in, it's kind of a weird backwards thing that we're doing video now because I got told in college that I had a great face for radio. Because <laughs> I went down a broadcast path and they said, to be quite honest with you, you don't look like the guy people trust to deliver the bad news at 6 p.m. and again at 11. <laughs> They said you, 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 my personality was, and wait for it, a little too negative. <laughs> like, like I would be the guy who'd be like, yeah, there have been tremors located underneath the city, and fuck, get out. Right, like yeah. everybody's like, waiting yeah, yeah, yeah. for that punchline. Like, and and and, and and I was told I was sardonic, and I had a great face for radio. Wow. So I pursued radio for a semester and I started tackling it. And then I got there and the teacher basically said, why would you want to get into radio now? And I'm like, well, you're the professor. You're supposed to be. Isn't that your job? But the guy said flat out, he's like, it's a dying medium. Everything's going to the Internet. So if you actually think doing this show is an amalgam of all the things I wanted to do in life and didn't. Yep. And, you know, we're not comedians, but we pretend. Every yeah. now and then we're funny and some, you know, let's be honest with you. We're likable people. We're fun to listen to. And if people, I mean, we got downloaded in Tanzania today. I don't know by who, but who yeah. stumbled on this random site, but something we did resonated. We jumped up quite a few downloads this week. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then we released the episode named after me and boy, did they fall <laughs> off the table. <laughs> Holy so- fuck. We're good for about 30, 35, like right out of the gate. And it, it was meandering. So it was so, so not bad. only did you have professors from college and peers at work, now you have the general public telling you they don't want to hear you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what drives me to just try a little bit harder every Friday night. No, what's funny is you have that iconic radio you narrator have voice. The voice, yes. You're like the guy that you see the movie trailers. 
Like you've got, yeah, this, you've got yes. that. Vo- like he has that. It's voice. not that voice from the movie trailers, but you have right that right. kind of voice. That's I, I don't know. There's just some. It's polished for a certain medium. I never wanted to be a <laughs> DJ or anything, but I always wanted. I to wish do my talk family radio. had good insurance. I would have got the help I needed. <laughs> <laughs> the heavy hitter. He's the one yeah. for you. All right. So no, good question. Good question. But honestly, I just feel like. This is, I always talk about how I always like to know what I'm doing every weekend without having to think yep. about it. The fact that I have this to look forward to every Friday, I start getting excited to do the show about Wednesday. Me too. And I get jazzed about it. And the fact that we're now in our fourth calendar year, approaching three years completed, that next month actually. Yep. Uh, the fact that it still excites me, I mean, it kind of answers itself. Yeah. yeah. There's, I mean, there's always nights that you do. There's nights that you do the show, not that you're not in the mood to do the show. You want to do it, but you're just not in the right mindset. Yeah, you know what I mean. That happens, but that's like anything. That's like going to work or whatever you're doing. It's not going to happen every time. But I mean, we're 138 episodes in. We've not missed. You know, like we don't miss weeks. We're constantly no. putting something out. I still believe this is a conversation we would be having. It is. Without yeah. bullet points. We've, we've yeah. just, all we've done, and this is how I, all we've done, we still have those conversations like Brad just said, but we just, we've picked jumping off points. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Hey, because it would be sitting around, hey, did you hear about that fucking thing? That's what it would <laughs> you know be. I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they would come yep. up anyway in the conversation. And be like, yeah. did you see that fucking praying mantis eat that murder hornet? That was fucking amazing. <laughs> and then yes, that's where exactly. and then we'd be gone for ten minutes. And yeah, that's that's all it is. Yep. And it would turn into a fucking wolf cop tr- dick transformation. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> that's a separate show. That's, separate it's show. no different than eating like a a, a foot long sub before you go out drinking all night. You're just planning ahead. That's all it is. That's all. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Getting ready to belt your way through That's, another evening of yep. entertainment. Give me a yep. lot of bread to soak up when I'm about to do. <laughs> yep, exactly. Do you know what weirds me out, Dave? That's a question I thought you would have posed for Craig. Oh, I just know Craig's a loser and he needs something, so I knew the answer to that. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I just thought you'd go deeper. No, no, no. Honestly, I thought about it because I, I, it was, it got more into your personality than just a straight question. No, I appreciate that. Good question. Good question. I meant deeper with Craig. Oh, yeah. No, there's only so deep you can get into dirt. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. It's just more dirt. <laughs> it's, a sh- it's a shallow grave. <laughs> uh, and actually, oh, that, that kind of rounds out where we started last week, right? That kind of yeah, rounds out yeah. what we had on the agenda for last week. For those of you from Rhode Island, the agenda. I'm sorry. Agenda, yeah. Uh, that nothing pisses. I me wouldn't off know more. that. I've only been here thirteen years. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that yet. There's no, there's no, nothing no. that pisses me off more in the world because I know we you know Rhode Island we don't pronounce our R's at the you know we drop our R's, but when someone's trying to speak properly because they're speaking to someone or or whatever. Which is which? This. No, but and I'm saying like trying try to. <laughs> well, you're talking to, to a person, to, and you're gonna say words. <laughs> but <Please>. no, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't let me finish. Like speaking to someone like in a professional setting or or something like that. So they're trying to 
not come across trying to speak clearly. Yes. And then they say something like idea. Oh, God. <laughs> it makes me want to fucking strangle. Him. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it's, it's just so, like self-shaming. It, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No matter what you it's say like, or what words you use or how you say it, it's all forgotten. The second you add we that We don't R. even know where the R's are. No. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't even know where they belong. I, I, yeah. had, I had a boss for a while who... Who used to do that? And a woman I worked with, yeah. her name was Linda, and he used to say Linder. And I wanted to uh. come across the table at his downsy-looking face and fucking throttle him in the throat. <laughs> oh bloody, oh, oh blood blood <laughs> But no, I, to- I that makes total sense. Like, Rand and I the other night watching a show, and there was a, a scene, it where a psychologist or psychiatrist was talking to a patient and she said, let me ask you a question. Uh, And uh, I almost went through the fucking TV. I'm like, you are an educated person. You said, ask you a question. You said, ask. I don't care what your opinion is. You're a fucking dope. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I fucking hate that shit. And I'm I'm the worst. I mispronounce everything. But it, it's but, it's one thing when you're it's it's like you said it's it's the setting. If yeah. she's out drinking with her girlfriends, I don't fucking care what she says or how she says it. But when yes. you when you're in your professional setting, like when I when I when I'm teaching, you guys are probably going to laugh. I do my best to not have an accent. I was just I was going I laughed when you said when I'm teaching. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was crying on the inside because I know teachers. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> like I'll do things like you're no Jack Kennedy. I don't- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm reading numbers, I don't say oh, I say zero. Z- yeah. yeah. Oh, that pisses things me things like that. But things like that, they're just little nuances. But some people just they don't they don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. To say, oh, yeah, to say that, oh. That's a, it's a letter. <laughs> yeah. You're not sending me Morse code. What's your phone number? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't <laughs> dot, dot, dash <laughs> me, <laughs> you motherfucker. So, so Brad, I think I think since technically this was still the, the, the continuation of, of your episode, you had... Do we have to call it that? I'm getting a little well, tired well, of feeling well, like well, a... We're wrapping shit. up what what we started on your episode. How's that? And we thought we'd round out with a, a what we got good at doing, which was riffing off of headlines, right? Yeah, and you yeah. know, obviously, we're still in COVID country. Yes, there's only I mean, between this and murder hornets and Tiger King, <laughs> you know, we we've avoided all of these subjects masterfully, yeah. <laughs> and and I'm proud of us for that, but. Sometimes you just can't ignore what's stabbing you, or in this case, smacking you over the crown. <laughs> and by that, I mean, let me just read the headline and let me see if you, you're. Well, there's two headlines, and they all tie in. First one, not so. Yeah, give surprising. it a pause to, yes, to give pe- people a second to Google what you just what you're about to say. Yes, people are masturbating more in quarantine. Yeah, that was headline number one. Look it up; it's a good one. Please put that in your search engine. You're going to get so much better ads. <laughs> Why is that a surprise to anybody? How is it? Everybody's like, oh, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, nobody's surprised. I mean, please, we, we're all rubbing it out two, three <laughs> times as much. Anyway, 
But maybe for the people who may not have been such avid masturbators, people who actually got out of the house on a regular basis, people who had social lives, people who didn't sit and talk to their friends over a computer every Friday night, there was something else going on. Avid masturbators. And this headline screams screams this show and that is teledildonic sore <laughs> as lockdown lovers have sex over the internet i'm sorry what's that first Tell- word again teledildonic no, love it be it dildonics it's it this comes out of the uk of course, yes, it, does. Of course it does but uh, apparently the covid19 pandemic people are like panic buying everything and that includes sex toys and there's this whole rash of connected sex toys that basically the person on the other end of the sex toy can control how it either penetrates you or stimulates you. So you can basically have a flashlight with sensors that would feel like she was motioning her hand up and down or whatever okay. else. So it, oh. it actually, it, it's interactive sex over the internet, perfect for quarantining. So, there's, so oh my God, okay. So there's, a, there's an actual... Virtual reality, it's uh, what the hell is the name of it? Um, it's auto blow. Oh, oh my god, I was gonna, I was gonna say rapescape, but the auto blow is better. No, it's called, <laughs> but it, the funny thing is, I just like Internet Explorer. The funny thing is, is I heard about this Firefox. from Firefox, <laughs> it's fucking from, <laughs> 2.0. I, I heard about, I heard about this from uh, Microsoft Edge. You put a D at the end. Microsoft edged. Oh my god! It 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 brings that brings you almost to the web page. It's a touchscreen. You have to spin on to get there, right? But apparently, you plug this thing in. I don't know if the. I don't know if they're wireless or not, but I guess there's a USB cable attached to it. You plug it into your fucking computer. You put on a virtual reality helmet. And then you just put it on your crank and you just lay back with your fucking... Come on. (laughs) And and the thing goes off, but it does it to the motions of what's going on in the screen. And apparently it's incredible. And I heard this from a friend friend of the show. I'm not going to mention any names, Chuck. And... (laughs) And and it's fucking, (laughs) and and uh, apparently they're fucking carried at local stores, you like local like sex shops, like an Adam and Eve or something like that. Yeah, and you fucking you actually hook it right up to your computer, VR helmet, the whole nine yards, and it fucking just. I'd buy a cheap one, and like halfway through, it'd be like Johnny Five alive. It just it asks you in the beginning permission to fucking look through your pitches and you accept anyway. And then halfway through, like, there's a picture of your mom. <laughs> <laughs> just starts going through screenshots. <laughs> as soon as you blow a nut, it plays the Windows 95 closed music. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. So this thing does it yeah. is it is it acting out whatever you decide to watch? Is that how it works? I guess it. I guess well. I guess there's only certain videos. I'm not 100 percent sure exactly how it works, but I guess there's certain videos that were made for this thing. So so from it, your it worked in sync with the video. So from- All right, I think 
honestly, that's cool, but you're only limited to the videos that they give you or are compatible. Well, I, I guess. I don't this know. This teledildonics is but different. Does, does this it is matter? Basically, you it basically, does. It's, no, it's hands-free if you porn. What's, so who gives a fuck what motion it's doing? It's jerking you off. Yeah. <laughs> because this, isn't, while you're because watching this isn't really about masturbation. It, it, this thing, teledildonics, is actually somebody on the other end of it you're talking to. It's someone else doing using it. Using their you. app. And, and and you say, hey, you know what? You know, cut my balls. Oh, she can do that. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. And then you can say, you know, or, or rub it. And, you know, I'm basically just describing my Saturday nights. Yeah. I already told you what I do every Friday. Right. Now, yeah, yeah. this is what we do on Saturday. Show me a starfish I think before it, you know it, you're fucking the USB input into your laptop. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the last 20 minutes of Superman yeah. 3. Actually, <laughs> it gives a whole new meaning to laptop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be uh, lap? Do we have the wah, wah, wah? Wouldn't that be yeah. lap bottomed? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's when you drop <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask you guys let's put all the obvious jokes aside for a minute like do you think this has a play now quarantine aside let's say you're in a long distance relationship and you're trying to make it work and sexting over zoom or skype isn't doing it because the picture sucks and it's just you masturbating trying not to feel like an idiot in front of your laptop camera yep. do you think that this offers something healthy or is well, this something that might actually cause a problem no i think mm. over a long di over a long distance relationship i think it's probably needed because it's still someone having control in the sexual act someone else is participating yeah you know whether i mean if it's a stranger yeah but i'm saying like if you you know you know you get people that have to go to fucking japan for fucking six months because of work or something like that yep. and they've got a, a wife or, or a girlfriend or something and to be able to in the privacy of your own room say hey let's have a fun night and you both got and you can both activate it without the other person's knowledge type thing like oh you know what i mean sneak like, up on her at work yeah, no no but i'm saying i mean you're seeing that but doing it at certain points or something still gives you that little bit of of participation this interaction I guess is not it's yeah okay. interaction so i guess it might be it might be healthy enough i think it i think it's better than being away for six months talking to her on the phone and then saying okay and hanging up and going on pornhub and whacking off to fucking some dude banging his stepsister oh. <laughs> because because that's apparently all they show now yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like 80%. We've talked about it before, but I went on. It seems like it heard me. <laughs> and Pornhub is now the, the whole front page now is recommended for you. And it's like, shh, mom's not home. Yeah. What? It's, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> stupid. It's, it's ridiculous. But I mean, but that's what I'm saying. I think it's healthier than that. I think it's a healthier I option than that. I think if it's it's a last resort thing, it is. I mean, you know, we're, they're already talking about how porn has gotten so realistic with this VR shit that it's effectively negating the need for intimacy between couples. This ain't going to help. That's, I think somebody can go out and have affairs. Yeah. And just say, yeah, let me just look. Well, let's log into the same app. He, he has the, and he I has can the, control your vibrator. Yeah, he has the, the code number to my fucking, he has the wireless code to my fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's gonna make Tinder yeah. a lot more interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. that's different. That's that's a little but, different. But I mean, let's think about the nature of what we're talking about here. Obviously, within five minutes of this thing launching, somebody used it in, inappropriately. Of course they did. Oh, and absolutely. Filmed it, I'm sure. 
Yeah, yeah. And there's somebody already planning to cheat on his wife or, or husband with this tool because yeah. there, there's literally no contact. You know, but here's the thing: if some, I'm gonna get. I don't want to get too deep, giggity. But <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> but <laughs> if someone was gonna cheat, they didn't need this thing to do it. It was gonna happen. This just made it easier for them to get agreed, it done. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's. But the, that's at the, the same thing. time, I think you know what? Like we've learned. Like where where was what was porn when we were younger? And Brad, you and I were talking about this a while ago. I think offline was it was finding that space. But <laughs> don't admit no, that. No, whatever. But it was it was flipping <laughs> through your cable box and finding that space between channels where you catch the flippies and you could get. Yeah, you know what I mean. You like might, yep, you might see a tit or something. Or it was yeah. like a like a paper magazine. Like that's what it was when we were kids. Yeah, all, whatever the all medium wrinkly is, and fucked up from the rain. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rain. Yeah. 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 Um, but whatever it is, whatever the medium is, people are going to use it and find disgusting things to do with it. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I agree with that. But should we be making it easier? I, it's already easy to emotionally cheat just by looking at Pornhub. And yeah, we joke about using Pornhub, but all three of us are, are very good marriages. Yeah. And yeah. So the fact that we joke about it, my wife doesn't even flinch when, you know, if she ever had concerns about me watching porn, I don't think she'd be laughing at those jokes. Yeah. yeah. She laughs at those. Right. She yeah. laughs at those because she knows it's less work that she has yeah. to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I, I don't, I don't care if, if, if when I'm getting intimate with my wife, if, if I look like Tom Hardy Craig's or cousin. Idris Elba, I don't give a shit. Brad starts going through his Christmas cards that he's going to mail out, and one's fucking addressed to Pornhub. <laughs> I should send it. Honestly, they're one of the like, coolest companies thank, in the thank world. Thank you. For- yeah, right. Which reminds me, I need to. You saved me a ton of fucking elbow greases. Yeah. 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 I was going to say that. That reminds me, I need to send a fruit basket to the chive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He just—it's just a picture of your dick and balls shoved back. (laughs) Honestly, I don't think this is going to do anything to either further or make things worse relationships between people. It's just another. Yeah, and honestly, I—I think the the only thing it's going to do is is make us get further apart physically. We're getting closer and closer to what people looked like in in fucking Wally. We're, yeah, we're, yeah, that, that's yeah. all we're we're getting to. It's still people still going to interact and do things, but it's just a different way to do it now. I don't think it's going to be good or bad. I just think there's a communication level that is involved with sex, and I don't want to get too deep either because what the fuck yeah, do I know? We don't need to talk but, amongst ourselves. I mean, sh- sh- screaming, press A A A A A now B. <laughs> no. That can't be the pillow talk we we're, we aspire to at this day and age. Right. No, but we're 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 already disconnected because of screens anyway. It's just we're we're lessening humanity at, at the nth degree. Wally came out eleven years ago and it's never been more more accurate. Yeah. Right. No, I, anyway, I, I agree. you know it, it's go ahead. I, I think it's funny we brought this up. I wasn't expecting an intelligent <laughs> conversation. I wanted to say teledildonics and record it. Is that the official no, term, I, by the way, teledildonics? You know what? Until somebody comes up with something better and more clinical, teledildonics will suffice. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how much more we can we can do with uh, teledildonics. We've pretty much telekilled this thing. Yeah, exactly. But I think I think so, we're in a position to do something we haven't done in a, almost a month, right? Almost a month. Yeah. I think we can round up this episode with a fun topic, if I'm not mistaken, right, yep. Brad? 
All right, yeah, we haven't done a bright side in ages. Uh, it seems like it anyway, right? You know, yeah. I haven't left this basement in got to be four weeks. <laughs> so I have no idea what's going on in the world. One thing I did learn, though, and I think the world was a little bit shocked. Everybody felt just a little bit older this week because Kurt Loder, mainstay of MTV, the authority, when Kurt Loder showed up on your MTV news, you know, somebody died or an album was about to drop. Yep. <laughs> One of two things was going to happen. Well, that man, the man who delivered so many childhood memories, Kurt Loder turned 70 fucking 75. five this week. God, 75. He's older than my parents. Yeah, yep. that's insane. You know, that man was a Vietnam veteran. That's fucked up. Yeah, and what was funny Kurt is when Loder. I was when I was watching him as a kid, I was like, the, I, when when I heard he was seventy five, I'm like, there's no way he was that old. No, and then I realized when I was watching him, he was probably like thirty five. Thir- yeah, and now the age I am, yeah, motherfucker, seventy five. Yeah, <laughs> he was in his forties by the time he hit, and he didn't start with MTV. He was at Rolling Stone yeah. when MTV. He was a writer launched. for yeah. a while. Yep, but when they started doing MTV news, you could tell he was a writer. Boring and fucking bland, like boring, <laughs> blah, 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 yeah. He blah, was blah. like, you would hear that that <laughs> that that music, the MTV news music. And you're like, please be Serena Alshul, please be Serena Alshul. Yeah, yeah, and then his yeah. old face would pop up. You're like, God damn it! And now we gotta wait yeah. another day before I have some good motivation for this afternoon. Yep, yep. And then that human testicle, Matt Pinfield, would show up oh. occasionally. <laughs> I forgot about him. Holy he looked like he shit. ate the pixies. Matt Pinfield yeah. knew everything there was ever to need to know about music, period. Yeah. You could be like, yep. hey, here's this band out of Detroit. He'd be like, yeah, the but funny thing just... is, in, in second grade, this guy sat next to so-and-so and Mrs. Girl's teacher. Like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah, but the funny thing is nobody gave a fuck. No. What he just said. Like, what the, the fuck? Thing. You don't, oh, yeah. no bearing on the music industry at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, seriously, what was his expertise? He wasn't a writer. He wasn't a radio guy. He wasn't. A, he was just a fat noise guy. maker, he like Uncle Fester. He, he was a noisemaker. Yeah, he, but he was a noisemaker with a great job that we yeah, all wanted. Yeah, yeah. no oh, argument absolutely. there. Nope. Like he would do well, his show. Kurt what is it? One hundred and twenty minutes, and and he would sit down with the rock yeah. stars and stuff, and you'd be like, I want that job, and all he is, he was just a big fanboy. Yeah. Oh shit! You just gave me another answer. Thank you, Dave. All right, so in in honor of Kurt Loder, okay, who turns an amazing seventy five years old. And by the way, have you seen photos? He looks every minute. He does now. Yeah, he does. He wasn't a good looking dude then. Looks like Kurt Unloader. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like Kurt Cobain. (laughs) Now, but. So we decided that we were going to honor Kurt Loder by coming up with some shows that MTV can air to honor him for this milestone. Craig. Uh, first one I had was watching paint dry. <laughs> See, I tried to go with reworked versions of MTV's own show. So my first one was Celebrity Death. <laughs> or as Brad calls it, porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I figured 75 years old, he'd be a perfect host for Yo MTV Craps. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. And if you go back to the beginning of uh, MTV, I just thought he'd be a good host for remote control wheelchair. (laughs) 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 Or he could be part of the cast of the next season of Vero Beach Shore. (laughs) Vero Beach. 
It's very similar to mine. I had the frail world. (laughs) (laughs) I had uh, liquid television and meals and nourishment. (laughs) (laughs) How about the the reality version of uh, slumped? (laughs) I don't know why we're overthinking this one. How about just unplugged? (laughs) Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Easy enough. Headbang is bald. Yeah. <laughs> the weekend rock and kidney stones. Yeah. <laughs> I had dairy alternative nation. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> How about mildly acting out? Yeah. Uh, I like that one. I had, uh, just thanks to Dave's inspiration, I had 120 minutes left. (laughs) (laughs) The last one I had would be a tour of Kurt Loder's final resting place. It'd be MTV Crips. Perfect. (laughs) Just like a crypt, that's that's where it ends. That's it. Outstanding, sir. (laughs) All right. What do you say we do a little housekeeping? Put a fork in the longest single episode in the history of the show. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for stroking my ego and a few other things for the last few weeks. Hell yeah. I do appreciate it. Uh, You can visit us at the not-so-new, needless-to-say-podcast.com, but still being updated. Uh, Our swag shop, represent.com slash store slash NTS podcast. On social media, on Instagram at all lowercase needless to say podcast. On Twitter at NTS underscore podcast. And on Facebook at NTS no underscore podcast. Uh, additionally, Dave, tell me a little bit about Endeavor Podcast Solutions. Endeavor Podcast Solutions can help you with all of your podcasting needs. They can help you write intros, outros, work on your editing, do voiceover work, help you with ideas, get you started, and help you to keep going. EndeavorPodcastSolutions.com. Everything you need for your own podcast. EndeavorPodcastSolutions.com. Finally, even though it's all over, uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And uh, fuck you to all the motherfuckers out there. (laughs) (laughs) Craig, anything else, my friend? Needless to say, we said it.
have a great idea for a podcast, or maybe you already have a podcast, but you're getting overwhelmed with editing or production, head over to EndeavorPodcastSolutions.com. They have everything you need from intros and outros to editing work, voiceover, you name it. That's EndeavorPodcastSolutions.com. Podcasting simplified.